You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8. Hi guys, it's Mark Lloyd from Lunch with Lloyd and welcome into this podcast. We asked on the show this week, what were some of your biggest excuses for not showing up in school? Can it be better than mine? Uh, faking a broken toe so I wouldn't have to do a maths examination. Uh, you'll be surprised as to some of the excuses for not going in. We also talked about what's trending with Dubai lad Vip Patel. Markdown Mondays with Monica turned up some really good bargains across the city and I spoke to Carl and Tarek from CNR Mafia about their music and their show happening at The Fridge. Do enjoy it and don't forget to tune in live to Lunch with Lloyd at weekdays from 11 o'clock only on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Today we are talking about our biggest excuses for not showing up to school. Yeah, making excuses for not going in. I'll come straight on with mine. Um, every night after school, probably be about uh, nine or ten years old, um, I'd uh, go out and play football. There was a park right opposite my house where all the lads used to all pile on and we'd have a game of, of football. But I, kind of in the back of my mind was the fact that I had a maths examination the day after. So what I did, kind of faked um, a broken big toe after my footballing uh, experience, I came home and said, oh, really hurt my toe. I can hardly <laughs> walk. Oh. I managed to get the day off school. But didn't didn't your parents say, let's go to the hospital if it's broken? <laughs> um, no, they said, I think they had a, probably an idea that it wasn't. Because <laughs> I, I think if it was broken, I'd be in absolute agony and probably unable so to walk So you're so your park. maths teacher. Then it was your maths exam. There's <laughs> yeah, something going on here with you and maths. Yeah, maths and, ma- Mark and maths don't really go well together. Yeah. Okay, well, so for me, I can't remember specifically for school, but I do remember, I don't know which job it was, but I remember saying I had a sore throat so I didn't have to go and uh, have a meeting or speak. Yeah, sore throats are easy to fake, aren't Very they? Very easy, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, but the worst is, like, you're texting your boss because you can't speak. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. And if you have a, you know, maybe your boss calls you up and then you suddenly put on, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, good morning, yeah. I've done that. But I feel guilty. I feel guilty when I do lie, I have to say. Yeah. Apart from yesterday's story, then, yeah. I, then I got a conscience. Yeah. We're going to go straight to the telephone lines right now. We've got Nardis um, joining us. Good morning. How are you? Hello. Good morning. I'm well, thank you. Very, very good. So tell me your story about getting out of going to school and why you did it. <laughs> well, um... It wasn't intentional, unfortunately, but um, I was happy partially because um, it was just before my musical exam and it was performing in front of many people and I was really worried. And unfortunately, just the day before, I was on the swing with my little sister and uh, I smashed my fingernail. So I wasn't oh. able to do my musical exam. So, so this was real then? You, did, you didn't make it up? So why did you not like your music then? Um, was I it just because yet yeah, there's so many people? Was, yeah, I was quite a worry because you'll have to perform in front of many people playing the piano and it has to be playing it by heart. So every exam was a big worry. I've got to ask you, did, did you intentionally smash your finger? You know, did you think, oh, oh if, if I can... It wasn't intentional. <laughs> uh, like I said, I wish I had a reason, and sadly, that has become a real reason. I think she subconsciously manifested that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you go on to play the piano? Did you keep going? 
yeah, yeah. I did keep going. My mom made me go for seven years. Wow. I was thankful at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but I did keep going to the musical school, yeah. So I'm glad I did. But just before that exam, that particular year, I wasn't able to yeah. perform. Yeah. Well, Nardis, thanks so much for your call there. Um, that's a nice one to yeah. get us started. A smashed fingernail um, prevented her from uh, doing her musical examination. I think we've got a couple of messages come along there. Yes, we do. Um, we've got Sarah. Um, I pretended I felt faint so I could stay in bed all day as I had hockey and didn't like it. Some people are just not sporty, are they? They're not, are they? It's, it's not everyone's cup of tea. And thank you, Jonah, for yours. I told my teacher that my dog had died, was so upset as I had a physics class. We didn't even have a dog. <laughs> That's very... Um, naughty. Yeah, very naughty, Jonah. Thank you, Tim, for yours. I grew up in London and it was a bit rough in our area. So one day I wanted to skip school. So I told my teacher that I'd been mugged by some local boys and that they'd take my school back. I ended up spending the day playing football with my big brother. What do you make of that? Well, I've actually really got mugged, so yeah, I can feel it. But you can easily make that excuse up in London. <laughs> yeah, nice one. Thank you, Manish, for your message. I had an exam and used to get a bus to school every day. I was really unprepared for this exam, so I told my school uh, that my bus had gotten a flat tyre. So... I didn't have to do it. Ended up going to a cafe instead of school, but I did study there and had to, to do the exam the following week. Oh, he's kind of a good boy. Yeah, he is, yeah. He didn't get out of it completely, yeah. did you? Uh, yeah, you just weren't prepared enough to take the exam on that day. Thank you, Maya, for your message. I once had a ballet class and uh, really wasn't into ballet. My mum forced me, so um, I told my teacher that my tutu had ripped so I couldn't come. Uh, they were very strict uh, We wore that we wore the right ballet outfits. She said, it's OK, just wear a leotard instead. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, so I thought about it and said, oh, no, uh, my mum has just put it in the wash. You come up with every excuse there. And thank you, Milani, for your message. Um, once skipped a day at university so I could watch the boy band A1 on television? Really? This is Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Yeah, welcome back to the show and thanks for your messages uh, coming along today. Um, excuses to get out of going to school. Thank you, Nada, for yours. I had an English essay to give in and hadn't finished it. So I told my mum we have a day off today because it's a Norwegian festival and my teacher is from Norway and she believed me. I love that one. That gets a round of applause from me, Nada. Keep them coming in. Excuses uh, for not uh, going to school. we got Vip Patel, that Dubai lad, joining us on the show. Vip, did you ever try and get out of going to school, or were you a goody two-shoes and, uh, you know, go every day? Well, no, I'd never tried to get out of going to school, but I did have an excuse for not going to school once. All right. What was it? Well, so I grew up in quite a small village, and um, when I was on my way to school, I used to walk there, yeah. there was a sheep with its head stuck in a fence and okay. we had to help save it but I missed school because of it and um, everyone thought I was bunking off and then when I did tell them that it was because it was a sheep with its head stuck in a fence nobody actually believed me oh, wow what that, that is a beauty isn't it so you know you weren't actually kind of planning on not going to school but you came across this sheep in distress uh, how did you get how did you get the sheep out the fence um, yeah, well, so we went up. It was basically the way that his head was angled, so he had to tilt his head to get it out. All right, yeah. Yeah, but we didn't figure that out for quite a while because I was quite young. 
So we were just stood there, and all of us were a bit frightened of the, the sheep anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so we ended up going to school about, like, um, <laughs> two to three hours late. I absolutely love that story. That's made my morning, Vip. Um, getting a sheep out of a fence. That's um, a great excuse not to go to school. And, and we're going to stick with wildlife for your first story that the guys have been chatting about on Dubai Lad. And it's all about cats. Yes. Uh, if you haven't heard it already, there was a group um, uh, of guys in Deera who were the Dubai cat heroes. Um, basically, there was a cat stuck two stories high, yeah. um, just on a window, uh, on a balcony ledge. They yeah. couldn't get down, so um, they basically saw the cat in distress. They got a big sheet out and um, pulled it across to make it taut, and the cat jumped down, and they saved the cat's life. It's it's an amazing video. You it is an amazing video. video, and I think that's so so lovely. I mean, I don't know if I'd hold it if you were jumping off a balcony. I'd probably like no. Yeah, I mean, I wonder yeah, what. You know, the cat must have thought, these guys are going to save me, so it's worth jumping. <laughs> the, you know. the cat was pregnant, is that right, Vip? Yes, the cat was pregnant Aww. as well. Um, yeah, but it's, it's incredibly astute of the cat to realise that that um, blanket is going to take its weight. Yeah, pretty smart cat, yeah. Um, and I think the people that held this blanket um, have been well rewarded. Yeah, so it hasn't gone unrecognised, and Sheikh Mohammed himself has given each of the cat heroes uh, 50,000 dirhams. Well deserved. Wow, and uh, I bet the cat will get a golden visa as well. <laughs> it's an amazing <laughs> story there. Uh, now, um, heading out to um, the Dubai Desert, um, we can self-drive on a safari. Tell me more about this story, Vip. Yes, so um, the guys um, that run Sand Sherpa, which is a desert conservation reserve um, retreat, uh, basically they're now doing a self-drive experience. So you can actually take one of their um, four-wheel drives if you don't have your own, uh, and then you can drive it through the um, uh, conservation reserve uh, down to where their camping area is uh, and enjoy a lovely, peaceful time in the desert, which is great. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful part of the world, isn't it? And, uh, you know, it's it's just so far away from uh, the, the likes of the city. And I think it's good for the soul to get out there now again, Vip. Yeah, and I've been down and I've actually experienced this before. And where it is in the conservation reserve, they're one of only a very, very few uh, amount of um, uh, like people who are allowed in there. So it's so peaceful when you go there. It's beautiful. And you're actually driving. I, I presume that you know you're going to get some instruction on how to drive in the desert. Yeah, exactly. So you go convoy um, with the guys um, who run the experience. Um, it's not one of these ones where you can go dune bashing yeah. and do donuts or anything like that. You have to stick to the trail. Yeah. Uh, you have to drive respectfully because it is um, a conservation reserve. Yeah, and it's amazing the animals that you can see out there. Um, I, I remember going on one of these at, at night and um, the, the guy, sh- he, he shone a torch um in the desert and my goodness the amount of wildlife that were attracted to this light i just couldn't believe it you know all, all kinds of bugs and creepy crawlies um well worth checking out and uh, a very um a kind of, an experience where you're going to learn a lot as well uh now this next headline absolutely fills me with joy as um i bu- i bought a couple of tickets because my son is a massive fan of this rock band who apparently are going to be coming back to dubai so i'll probably be um investing in another couple of tickets to go along and see Al- uh, Iron Maiden. Yes, 
so Iron Maiden and Lewis Tomlinson, not on the same night. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad Dubai. you said that. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming to Dubai, um, the uh, GM, um, Mark Jankar, for Coca-Cola Arena said um, that they're really close to securing the new dates in 2022, but it's absolutely fantastic. Big events are coming back, and what bigger names and uh, what legends are made of yeah, Iron Maiden, just, um, you know, amazing. In fact, I interviewed uh, Bruce Dickinson uh, years and years and years ago when he actually flew his plane in, because he's a pilot as well, is the lead singer. He's, he's an actual qualified pilot. And he used to fly, I don't know if he still does, but he used to fly the band and all its gear in, um, you know, a, a full full plane. And um, it's just an, an amazing band. Of course, they've also got this... Um, Eddie, who is their mascot, who appears on T-shirts everywhere. I was talking to him and he said, everywhere that you go in the world, somebody will turn a corner and they'll have this T-shirt of Iron Maiden with Eddie on it. So they've got an absolutely massive following out here, Vip. Yeah, no, it's huge. Um, like I'm sure that the uh, Middle East um, Rock Brigade will be out in force. Uh, Louis Tomlinson, of course, um, former One Directioner. Yes, yeah, yeah, and he'll be coming too. I'm sure that the uh, younger generation are going to be really excited about that one. Right then, um, so Iron Maiden, Louis Tomlinson, and not too far away as well, just um, across the deserts in Saudi, a, a big dance music festival um, is returning in December. Yes, yeah, so um, uh, MDL Beast, uh, they had their initial... Um, event in uh, December 2019, yeah. um, but since then they've not been able to, uh, but now they're coming back. So they're coming back with a huge new event in Riyadh in December this year. Lineup hasn't been announced, the dates have, so it's the 16th to the 19th, and uh, they're going to be featuring some of the biggest names in dance music like, throughout the world. So, I mean, just for example, last uh, event they had David Greta, Tiesto, Martin Garrix, and many, many more, and this lineup is um, planned to be just as big. That's awesome. So uh, if you're into dance music, I'm sure you'll want to go along to that. And finally, of course, um, the UAE opening up to um, all vaccinated travellers, which is fantastic news. I'm sure the guys on uh, Dubai Lad have been talking a lot about this story. Yes, yeah, so I'm um, starting today. Uh, applications for the tourist visa are open uh, to people from all countries. Um, but as long as they're fully vaccinated, um, yeah. one of the who approved COVID-19 vaccines. Um, but that's really good news. It means that, like, the world is open. They're trying to take as many precautionary me measures as possible to make sure it's as safe as possible for travel to the region. Uh, and it's just good that things are opening up. It certainly is. And, um, uh, Vip, are you going to be getting a ticket to head off to Iron Maiden? Uh, I certainly am, yeah. Are you, are you a metal fan? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm a fan of many genres of music. Metal is one of them. <laughs> cool. Vip, always a pleasure to have you on the show. That's once again Vip Patel from Dubai Lad. Check out all their stories. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for all your messages that are coming along regarding our mystery year and also excuses that we used to make up uh, for not wanting to go to school. Yeah, it's time for some bargains as we always take a look at Markdown Monday. And uh, joining us as ever is uh, Monica Capella from Doing Dubai. Did you ever skip school, Monica? Come up with a, a really good excuse? 
Mark, how long have we known each other? Do you <laughs> I know. really think I would no. have skipped school? No, I, I honestly didn't think that you would ever skip school, Monica. Um, no, T- tell me a, bit, a little bit about your school. Where did you go to school? So I went to school in London. It was, it was actually a convent school, Mark, St. Mary's Convent. Mm. And, um, it was a grammar school. We had grammar schools in those days. Um, um, you know, you know, I'm Indian. My parents are Indian. We're really yep. big on education, but they, they weirdly sort of loved this whole Catholic education thing. So I don't know. I won't say too okay. much about that. All right. But it, it, school loved it. Yeah, very good. Um, taught by some nuns and some not nuns. And I mean, I still remember. Still remember some good days from school. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Well, they certainly um, taught you a fantastic English accent. There's no doubt about that. We we all love your accent, Monica, on the show. Now let's get down to a bit of business, shall we? And saving some cash in Markdown Monday. What have you got for us? Yes, Mark. Well, as your advert said before the show came on, it is definitely back to school season. Dubai is back. Families are back. Kids are back at school. And it is a great time to actually stock up on all your basics. Now, I don't know about you, Mark, but you asked about what my school um, life was like. But part of my childhood would always be defined by boots. I mean, I was born and brought up in London and boots was my go to um, kind of chemist, pharmacy place for, for me, for my family. And then also when I had my kids, um, all the, the medications or, or anything I needed, yeah. um, you know, they've got the pharmacy, but they've also got all the other things. Boots was the place. And, and every year I still go back. So I was very happy when Dubai um, launched its first boots. I can't remember what year that was. So our first deal is linked to boots. And I think you should stock up on all your basics at boots because Currently, they have a 25 to 75% um, discount off on lots and lots of products. Up to 1,500 different products have got between 25 and 75% off. So, I mean, to give you an example, Mark, like little kids, right? You always have to get them, oh, are you going to brush your teeth? You must brush your teeth. But why not buy them their own tube of toothpaste? Because that, for example, has been reduced from nine dirhams to two dirhams. So, you know, they can have a little glass and their own toothbrush, their own toothpaste. And they've got things like sun cream. They've got um, lots of deals on their own brands. I think they've got two quite good brands called Botanics that lots of people know about and one called Soap and Glory. I love mm. that name. Yeah. Have a guess at how many branches there are of boots just in Dubai, Mark. In Dubai? Uh, hmm. I think it's Dubai. I might be wrong. It might be UAE. Yeah, but I reckon it's Dubai. I wouldn't have thought that. I don't think I've seen that many. I'm going to plunge in there at 12. Try 28. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. So I definitely know the larger branches of Boots, which obviously have got a big range and you'll get, you know, lots of products all with the discounts on at Mall of the Emirates and Dubai Mall. But I know there's also one at Festival City. Yeah, that's the one that I know. And definitely, that's the one that you know. And there's one in Marina Mall too. But apparently 28 branches of Boots dotted around. So get down there and get more for less. Stock up. Those sorts of products aren't going to go out of date. You know, why pay more for your vitamins and, and hairsprays and nail polish remover and all the rest of it? Now, am I right, Mark, in, in thinking that it's quite a, a good place and quite a popular place with the Filipino community in Dubai? Do people like boots? Yeah, I, I think they do. I, I must tell you about my memory as soon as you mentioned it there. Uh, my memory of, of boots is taking my film after going on holiday to be developed and wait for like uh, seven days or ten days for your pictures to either come out good or be an absolute disaster because you, you kind of drop in your your roll of film and off it would go to get uh, to get developed 
Yes, I totally am with you. It was po- possibly a Kodak film yeah. um, that you dropped off and then you had to wait quite a few days and you think, oh, half these pictures are rubbish. But before you, before you <laughs> kind of trash that idea, what do all the young millennials want to do? They want to have film-developed photographs. Yeah. Because that's just, that's just what it is now. Well, so exactly. We were much ahead of our time. Yeah, everything's vintage, vintage, vintage. In fact, I went to a place called Urban Market at the weekend, and, uh, you know, they sell a lot of vintage T-shirts and, and uh, trainers and sneakers and all this. And uh, there was actually a camera stand there selling vintage cameras and, um, you know, uh, with film, with proper film. Well, but I don't think Boots developed film here. <laughs> anyway. But so, yeah, anyway. Yeah, a good starter there then. Uh, Boots, lots of bargains to be had. Now, um, where are you taking us next? I think we're going Japanese. We are turning Japanese. I think we're turning Japanese. I really think mm, so. The Vapors. how the song goes. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a band oh, called The Vapors. Right, okay, The, the Vapors. So, um, basically, do you know any words in Japanese, Mark? Oh, I should do. I've been, I've been to Japan. Oh, oh my uh, goodness. Oh, and they're not coming to, into my head at the moment. <laughs> I, I well, really ought to. Most, most people know Sayonara, which I think is goodbye. And Arigato, I think. Yeah, that's, thank that's you. the one I know. Arigato. That's the one. Arigato. And I also know Itadakimasu, which I learned in, in London because we lived very, in an area which was very near the Japanese community. Yeah. And that means thank you to the chef. And apparently it's a little thing that people say. Japanese people say, um, or at least I was told that, before they eat, they say, itadakimasu, which means thank you to the chef. Okay. So I think I've learned another phrase, another um, set of words, and this, this deal is called ni, ni, ni. So ni, ni, ni means two, two, two. So I guess ni means the number two. So this deal is significant because two, two, two features quite prominently. Now, where are we, Mark, first of all? We are um, eating a bit of poshnosh for less, um, which is a bit of my specialty, I think. So we are down at a very nice restaurant that I actually went to in June to celebrate a very good friend's um, 50th birthday. So shout out to Bunty there. Oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you her age, but never mind. Um, <laughs> so they've got a restaurant there, Japanese restaurant called Akira Back, very well-known chef. And it's on the W Hotel on the Palm. All right. And it's a very smart, um, fine dining restaurant, no, no doubt about it. It's one of those destination restaurants that people have heard about. And it's very, very good. You know, it's, it's not one of these, oh, celebrity chefs connected to it. You go there and you think, mm, okay, well, that was, that was fine. It was a bit missable. But I've been there and I, I rate it. I think it's very good. So I was excited when this, this deal popped up in my inbox. And, of course, I've checked it out, as I always do. So, look, for um, what you get at this Akira Back restaurant at the W Hotel on the Palm, are two dishes of your choice from the menu. You then receive two more dishes of um, what the chef thinks that you would like. So two chef choice okay. items. Yeah. Then you also receive two beverages of your choice okay. on top of that. Yeah. Plus, you get water. And I love it when they give you water um, included in a deal. All for the price of me, me, me. So how much would that be, Mark? That would be two, two, two. That would be two, two, two. You're spot on. So I think 222 dirhams for two dishes of your choice, two dishes of the chef's choice, two beverages and water at this really, you know, high caliber, um, good quality, high end quality destination restaurant is, is a very, very good deal. And two ex- other things I like about that is firstly, it's on until the end of October. So, you know, if you've got an occasion coming up, I would go ahead and book it. But the other thing is you need to remember it's only on uh, for dinner. I think the restaurant's actually only open for dinner, if I'm not mistaken, other than a brunch. 
but um, it's also only on you have to take note on a Monday. Now, the other thing I like about that is when we went for this birthday, what I really liked was there was a lot of choice for vegetarians as well. Okay. And one of the dishes I recommend that you can um, have actually is this sort of creamy spinach salad, and they do it with a very nice, um, kind of like a miso-based dressing, uh, really nice umami taste going on. And actually, there's a picture of that on the on the money-saving deals page on Do in Dubai. There's also a reel that I made of our little trip there. Um, but you can also have things like tacos, eggplant miso, which is delicious, all sorts of different sushi rolls. Um, and, you know, you can choose between really nice, um, and that's just starters. You can have sort of a, a grilled salmon with nice spinach and spicy teriyaki sauce. You can have chicken with spicy miso. Um, so all sorts of other things. So I think that's a keeper. That's a very good deal. Meet me, me, or 222, Monday nights from now until the end of October at Akira Back, Japanese restaurant on the Palm um, at the W Hotel in Jumeirah. Loving the sound of that one. Yeah, four dishes, two that you choose and a couple that the chef recommends as well. 222. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Yes, indeed, you are Lunch with Lloyd all the way through 2 o'clock today. Markdown Monday is seen as uh, eating Japanese and uh, also um, heading off to uh, to the chemist, as we used to call them, or the pharmacist, as we call them today, uh, with some great deals at Boots. Once again, Monica Capilla joins us from Doing Dubai. Um, two goodies there. I think we're uh, going Indian for our next uh, money saver on Markdown Monday, Monica. We are, Mark. We couldn't have let August pass without mentioning some kind of Indian foodie deal, right? Although it is quite often an Indian foodie deal. But this one is especially linked to independence. Now, I know um, everyone will be saying the Indian Independence Day is long past, which yep. is true. It was actually on the 15th of August. Yep. But there is a venue that is still um, that still got on until the end of the month. So you've got for tonight and tomorrow, actually, lunch or dinner to, to try this menu. And it's a special taste of India menu and basically what they've done is they've got um they've selected a whole load of regional dishes and they put them on the menu especially for this indian independence uh day month let's call it mm-hmm. at the restaurant now the restaurant is called majana restaurant majana or majana restaurant there's a picture of it um on the, the money saving deals page on the do and dubai blog but it's not in dubai but it's not a million miles away from dubai either it's actually in um, a very smart looking hotel which i would be very keen to to look at actually called the Ajman Sarai. It's a luxury collection resort, Mark. Have you heard of it, been there? I have been there, yeah. I used to go Ooh, f- I used to go okay. fishing over in Ajman very early morning. And um, when, the, when kind of the sun came up, it got a bit hot, we'd often go and have breakfast at the, um, the Ajman Sarai, which is a very, very cool property, yeah. Ooh, okay. So we have a recommendation there from Mark. So I haven't <laughs> been there. The only um, hotel I have been to, and it's jolly expensive, so we need to look for something else, is the, the Oberoi um, Resort in Ejman, which is beautiful. But um, I think it, it gets very, very busy and it's very expensive. So I would like to check this, this place out because I like Ejman. I like the coast. It was, it was nice. So back to this menu, Taste of India menu. You've got dishes from all over India. And starting prices for the dishes are just from 45 dirhams. So basically what they've done is you can choose whatever dish you want as per whatever your preference is. And you could even pick kind of a, a regional menu. So I'm Punjabi, and, and Poonam, our producer today, is also Punjabi, I know. 
uh, so we're from northern India. So something on the menu that would reflect where we're from is a dish called bindi chole. Now, bindi chole, if I'm pronouncing it authentically, um, <clears throat> actually comes from Punjab. And it's, it's chickpea, it's spicy chickpeas. So it's done in like a kind of light gravy. It's quite spicy. And you'd have it with like a naan or a roti, um, something like that. So mm. that's on there, for example. But you could also obviously have some South Indian fish or, you know, something from Eastern India or Western India. So I liked it. I think you need to book um, to try that deal. And, um, you know, you just let them know that you're coming. Fantastic if you tell them you heard about the deal from us. But that is only on until the end of the month. So today is the 30th. Tomorrow is the 31st. And while you're there, check out the hotel, which has been recommended and endorsed by you, Mark, and see if you'd like to go there later when the weather is a bit kinder to us. So that's at the Ajman Sarai Luxury Collection Hotel in Ajman, and the restaurant is called Mejana, and the menu is Taste of India. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of Indian food uh, in the, the lovely setting of Ajman. And we've got one final uh, deal that you have uncovered for this week, and uh, I believe we're off to the Dubai Parks and Resorts. We, we are off to the Dubai Parks and Resorts, but very, very quickly, um, am I allowed to do a quick shout-out to something that I experienced that I did speak about okay. on the show? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So basically, a couple of times, Mark, I spoke about this Heritage Express um, Dubai deal and um, finally tried it. And I have to say, I, I am endorsing it fully and wholeheartedly. It's a moving trolley bus. Uh, they call it a moving mudgelet. And despite me having lived in Dubai since 2006, I learned a lot of things about Dubai. But, you know, I, I didn't expect it to be quite so entertaining. And it really was. We had two young Emirati lads chatting very, very candidly and, and helpfully. And, and it was entertaining, but very insightfully as well about all sorts of Dubai and Middle Eastern cultural things. Okay. And I, I highly recommend it. So if you can um, get the opportunity to go on it or book it, do it. Dubai Heritage Express. And um, it's great. It's very good. And Listenopedia, a little quiz question. Can anybody name me three different terms that you'd use for a long, the long, white, full-length, full-sleeved tunic worn by Arab gentlemen in the Middle East? We've all seen them. They're long, white, full-sleeved, um, fully-covered white tunics. But there are three different names for them. Are there really? Can you name any or all there are. There you go. So you learn, yeah. you learn, you learn so much. So Definitely. Much. Yeah. And, and where do yeah. we pick it up? Where do, where do you get on it? So you get on it at the SMCUU, which is the Sheikh Mohammed Center for Cultural Understanding. That's in the Al-Fahidi side of town. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you can choose what um, you'd like in terms of the meal, if you'd like a meal or refreshment. So we chose the breakfast. So we actually started with the breakfast. So the breakfast is, is had on a very large um, kind of communal space. You sort of sit on lovely cushions on the floor. And it's, it's very, very atmospheric. And, and there's, there's quite a lot of heritage going on there because the the house itself is one of those original old houses, obviously much improved and modernized now. But I said, look, this would be amazing to have a yoga class here, actually. And then they chat to you about all the, the stuff that I was speaking about. And then you get on the trolley and you get taken sort of around the area, like Old Thief and a bit along the creek and places I'd never been to, like the whole Shindaga thing. I mean, most people just know it connects to the tunnel. They tell you about the origin of the Expo 2020 logo has come, you know, from all there. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very fascinating. All right. Well worth it. Good stuff. Okay, so that's the Heritage Express. Now, let's get down to our final, fourth and final deal. What have you uncovered? Fourth and final deal. Well, it's basically still hot. I don't know if every child has gone back to school, Mark, but if you have some children that haven't yet gone to school or you want to just 
book something up for the weekend, I suggest this next deal, which is fantastic. So I haven't been here, Mark. It's a hotel um, that I've heard lots about. It's Dubai Parks and Resort side. It's called La Pita. Mm-hmm. So have you been to this hotel? Yes, I it's have. It's quite a Polynesian, Tahiti-style hotel. Exactly. You feel like you're in Hawaii or something like that. Yeah, very brightly mm-hmm. coloured, um, lovely atmosphere. Ooh, nice Polynesian. So, so yeah, I, I can see that in my mind now. So, look, they've got a really, really nice pool deal, actually. So let me tell you what the deal is. It's 109 dirhams, which isn't bad at all. But that entitles one adult and two kids. Now, I like this because the kids are not oh, under 10 or under 12. It's two kids aged below 17. So these oh, are big okay. kids. Yeah. Yeah, so like young adults, actually, mm-hmm. if you've got older kids. And anyone under four or under is free anyway. So I guess that wouldn't count as a child. So you've got 109 dirhams, one adult, two kids under 17 years old get access to all the three swimming pools. I think you've got a family pool, a lazy river pool and a kid's pool. You get access for an hour to the spa facilities, which includes a steam room, a sauna and a vitality pool. You also get access for an hour for the kids club. I think that's for kids aged 4 to 12. Plus you get a 30% discount on food and beverage and you get free valet parking as well. So I think that's actually very good, 109 dirhams, you know, up to three people. And then I think you just add another, I think it's 50 dirhams for any extra child and then another 100 dirhams or so for another adult. And you've got, you know, a long time. I mean, I think it starts at nine or something like that and then carries on till four. And you can Mm, get a full day out. It's very, very good. And even if you wanted to go for part of the day, I think it's, it's somewhere different. It's, you know, like you said, that Polynesian tropical-y kind of feel. But look, a couple of weeks ago, Mark, I think you and I were talking about the, the discounts that they have on offer across the road at the um, Outlet Village. So if you're smart, what you do is you perhaps do your sort of swim and have a nice sort of breakfast or something there. And then when it gets to start, starts to get a bit hot, just get ready and go across the road and do a whole load of shopping, save some money there and go home. So, you know, I think that's a very, very good outing, if you like. Super deal then at uh, Lapita Dubai, Dubai Parks and uh, Resorts. Um, if we want details of uh, of all your deals that you've come across, uh, Monica, where do we need to head to? So basically, you can go to the blog, which is doindubai.com, and click on money saving deals, and that's the page where I put pictures and rough details of all the deals here. But the most immediate way to follow is, of course, on Instagram at doindubai. Or you can listen to some alternative health podcasts presented in a very entertaining way by myself on monicmoments.com. Monica, always a pleasure. Have yourself a, a brilliant week and thanks for digging out those fantastic deals for us on this Monday. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back to the show on this uh, Monday afternoon. Now, over the past few weeks, we've uh, featured various musicians as part of the Fridge Concert Series, and it's going to be the closing night tonight. And a four-piece band known as CNR Mafia are going to be debuting their brand-new album called Trip. And we've got Carl and Tarek joining us on the show and uh, also on Microsoft Teams as well. Guys, welcome to the show. Carl, how are you doing? Hi, Mark. It's it's uh, such a pleasure to be back with you. I think while well, we started off as a band uh, seven years ago, we were on your show, so it feels amazing <laughs> to be back. Seven Six years ago. ago, yeah, that, that's quite a while. So uh, tell me, Tarek, um, a little bit about the name CNR Mafia and where it actually came from. 
Yeah, this name, I remember uh, seven years ago when me and Carl were thinking about the name, because uh, when we started out as a band, uh, some of the major influences for our music was uh, coming from Motown okay. and uh, the era in the 70s. Uh, so we, we thought of a name uh, kind of similar to the likes of uh, cool, and, uh, cool and the Gang. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we figured you know, Carl and the Red Mafia makes sense. Uh, we're the founders of the band, and, and we also wanted to have that... Uh, Motown funk feel to our uh, to our brand, and you certainly have. I mean, I've seen you perform quite a few times um, across the city of D- of Dubai, and you really have got that very very funky groove. So, tell me about the band members and um, wh- where you're all from. Yep. Uh, so, Tariq is from Egypt. Uh, we have Colin on drums, who's from America. He's from California. Uh, Steve, who's the bassist, is from the UK, and I'm Carl, of course, I'm from India. Um, surprisingly, I mean, we normally perform as a band, but tonight at the fridge it's just going to be me and Tariq, because uh, this is a complete acoustic album with just guitars and vocals. Wow, I mean, what's the making of an acoustic album been like for you guys? You know, um, it's a change of direction um, for sure. Um, how have you found it, guys? Yeah, I think when uh, Carl and I met, um, when we first started the band, as, as you know, the music was all very kind of upbeat and funky. And, and I feel yeah. like we had this energy inside both of us that we really wanted to release it. And, and that was that was great for a few years. Yeah. Uh, and then we thought, uh, how about we explore the acoustic side of things? And, and we then realized that we also had so much of creative uh, kind of uh, juice sitting yeah. in there <laughs> for, for acoustic music. Uh, and so yeah, we made ten songs in a in a very uh, short period of time. Uh, we're very excited to share this uh, this music with with everyone. Now I've got a clip of a track here called "Closer to You." Um, maybe you can tell me a little bit about the the story behind this song. Yeah, sure. Uh, this song was uh, it came to life around the time of my uh, mom's passing, um, and um, it was it was a very it was a very obviously difficult time for me. Yeah. And, and this song was almost like my companion during those difficult times and i told carl hey we should uh, definitely add the song to the album and dedicate it to my mom and uh, carl came back with the most beautiful lyrics that really just depict exactly how i felt in the weeks following uh, following the event yeah. so is that how it works with you guys you know carl are you the main lyric man and um you know uh, Tarek focuses on the music or is it you know different on every song Absolutely. I think since we started off the band uh, seven years ago, that's been the formula that we've used. Like Tarek comes in, it's so like, oh, check out this chord pattern or check out this yeah. tune. Yeah. And I sit and I write the songs. And when it comes to this album, this the album Trip, which is an acoustic album, it really happened during the lockdown period. And it was just me and Tarek together. And it was such a, you know, um, mirroring process, because if you remember... Before the lockdown, Dubai was buzzing everywhere in the world. It mm. was such a busy time. Mm. And that's exactly how we were as a band as well. We we're busy, we we're up tempo, we we're funky. But as soon as yeah. the lockdown hit, you know, it felt like everything became quieter, everything was more personal. And that's exactly the album as well. It's a personal, uh, very, you know, acoustic, very personal, very, you know, uh, you know, very personal kind of album. And that, that's what this is. Let's have a listen then. Closer to you, here's a clip from uh, a piece from that album that's going to be debuted tonight at the Fridge. Sometimes I hope a little prayer could take me right there to you. But then I see you smile when I close my eyes. 
And I'm in the skies with you Closer to you I feel Guys, that that has blown me away today. That is absolutely beautiful. Love the chord sequence. And Carl, those lyrics, so touching. Um, you should be super, super proud of that. Is that your favourite song on the album? Uh, we've got, I think every single song is so personal to us. <laughs> um, and as I said, this is one of those albums which each song tells uh, a story of something part of our life or something that's happened to us. And uh, this is one of literally one of the most, uh, you know, closest songs in the album for us because of what uh, went down before yeah. we wrote this song. And yeah. the process of even writing, like when Tarek said, I want to dedicate this mom, uh, to this song to my mom, I literally had to go back to India and meet my parents before I even wrote this song just to feel what he felt during that time. So it was, uh, it's, it's quite an album, yeah. You can really feel um, the emotion um, coming out of that song. There's no two ways um, about it. Um, so I, I think it really suits you as well, um, this this acoustic style. I really, really like it. I mean, the last time I saw you guys, I believe it was at the Hard Rock Cafe, uh, where it, there was kind of a you know a music competition going on, big stage, and it was all happening. I think your drummer had got some kind of a mask on as well, if I remember <laughs> rightly. <laughs> so, you know, and I, I was a judge um, in, in, uh, in the, the, the kind of the... Uh, for the competition but uh, yeah a real change in style so uh, tonight what can we expect at the closing show from you guys at the fridge yeah we're so we're going to be previewing the whole album uh, of course we're also going to be playing some of the old songs from from the first album and also some songs that haven't made it to any album yet Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're playing around 15 songs tonight okay Uh, yeah it's going to be a it's going to be a packed night for sure. We're super excited, honestly, for, for tonight. Yeah. Uh, tickets still available? I think just a few tickets left at the door. That's uh, basically what's left. So hopefully you guys can get it. Uh, try and book it online. That's, that's what yeah. we would say. But as I said, probably 10 to 15 tickets left that you could get at the door. But do come down. Do show us some love. And, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this album. And if we want to follow you guys on social media and keep up with uh, your music and those beautiful songs that you're writing at the moment, where can we find you? CNR Mafia, Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, everything, CNR Mafia. Well, uh, we've got two songs already out, which is Million Miles was the first release, Closer to You the second. We've got a few more videos up, and then the whole album will be dropping very soon as well. Well, also, awesome. And you can listen to... Yeah, you can listen to our music on, on any streaming app, Spotify, yeah. Deezer, Apple Music, anything. It's, it's all there. Right. Well, um, I wish you well for tonight, guys, and really look forward uh, to at some point getting you in the studio and uh, performing uh, some of those acoustic songs, especially that one, Closer to You, which I absolutely love. CNR Mafia, great to have you uh, once again on the show, and good luck for tonight. 
Thank you, Mark. Yeah, 